Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify, Ask the Experts, our bi-weekly live show and podcast that features expert interviews and case studies to show you what to do and what's new in Shopify and e-commerce digital marketing for 2022 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading Shopify and e-commerce marketing experts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify Ask the Experts. I'm Marissa Morgan, your show host. I'm also the business development here, business development manager here at Engage. On behalf of myself and the entire team at Engage, I want to welcome you to today's show. Today's topic is how to grow your food and beverage brand faster using Shopify. And our guest expert is a CEO and founder of a marketing company, but she has a lot of experience in the food and beverage world. And she's going to share with us a few of the pain points that she helps her clients work through and also teach you some ways to get ahead, especially if you have a food and beverage brand and you're working to grow that brand on e-commerce and online. I will introduce you to our special guest in just a moment. Before I do that, though, a quick word from our sponsor, Engage. If you're not using SMS marketing for your e-commerce or Shopify business, you are missing out on not only the opportunity to grow your customer list faster, but the opportunity to set up automated messages, promote new products, grow your subscriber list. And we're very excited here at Engage to be launching our new app very, very soon. It's called SMS Messaging for Shopify Stores. If you didn't know this, this statistic, I want to share it with you now because it's why you need to have SMS marketing for your business. Right now, the open rate for SMS messages is 98%. Why? Because everybody's on their cell phones. Everybody's on their mobile devices. Opening up an SMS message is so much easier nowadays than opening up an email. And that's why SMS sits at 98% open rate. Email sits way down here at about a 20% open rate. So that is exactly why you should be using SMS marketing, SMS messaging for your Shopify business. And I know for a fact our guest today is going to agree with me. So I want you to continue to watch our bi-weekly live stream show to learn how to continue to grow your small to mid-sized Shopify marketing business. And I want you to stay tuned because our app is launching very, very soon and we're excited to bring it to you. We're so excited, as a matter of fact, that we want to offer everybody a 30-day free trial of our Engage SMS messaging for Shopify app. And with that free trial, you're going to get 500 free SMS messages to start using right away. So you can try our app on and make sure it's the perfect fit for your small to mid-sized business, especially if you're an e-commerce brand that is growing and learning how to use Shopify. Okay, without further ado, I'm excited to introduce you to today's special guest. She is joining me all the way from Salt Lake City, Utah. Her name is Lydia Martinez. And if you don't know who Lydia is, you need to. Lydia is the founder and CEO of L Marketing, which is a full service marketing agency that currently boasts a team of 22 very dedicated professionals. And their motto is every business has a story. We help tell yours. I really love that. 
She is an entrepreneur at heart and actually started her first business at eight years old selling tree climbing lessons. I feel like we have a lot in common, Lydia, except I used to try to sell my younger brother's toys. She studied theater and broadcast journalism in school before discovering her core love, and that was telling well-crafted stories through marketing. Her love of a great story led her to a career as the community relations manager and event planner for Barnes & Noble, and then that led her to her marketing specialist event planner role for a big company many of us know, Whole Foods. After tackling over 11 years in strategic marketing, branding, and social media, along with event planning for these powerhouse retailers, Lydia decided it was time to get back to her entrepreneurial roots. She's no longer selling tree tree climbing lessons to the neighborhood kids, though. As I mentioned, she's the CEO and founder of L Marketing and Events, which started as a purely consulting business on the side and is now her full-time career. She is in high demand with food-based businesses, restaurants, and large-scale events with her culinary and event background. And again, she doesn't sell tree climbing lessons anymore, but a fun fact about Lydia, she now prefers climbing cliffs in her spare time. What a wonderful introduction. Lydia, I'm so excited to have you here. I know you're a highly desired speaker, trainer, consultant, um, marketing miracle worker, and we're really excited for you to share your insights and tips with us on our show today. Thank you so much. I'm so delighted to be here. I love talking about entrepreneurism. I love talking about small business. I'm a business owner myself, and um, starting a business sometimes feels like backing off a cliff just a little bit, right? So I'm seeing, I have some parallels with that even. Um, I am, again, delighted to be here. I'm delighted to talk about the power of food and beverage brands on Shopify and how it can help you grow and sustain your business so much quicker um, than just about any other platform out there. Well, I'm excited to welcome you here, and I just uh, got up the live stream on my mobile device, and I see many of you are tuning in to watch us live right now on LinkedIn, so I want to take a minute. I want to welcome our viewers on LinkedIn Live, on Facebook, also on YouTube, and let you all know that this is a live broadcast. We are broadcasting live right now, so if you have any questions or comments for Lydia, feel free to drop those in the comment section below. And also, I'd love to know where you're watching from. I'm broadcasting from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We've got Lydia from Salt Lake City, Utah. I see the number of viewers creeping up. So if you're just joining us, welcome to today's show. And please feel free to introduce yourself. Drop us a note in the comment section. Let us know where you're viewing from. And maybe if you're in the food and beverage industry, what company you work for or what your brand is, we'd love to say hello and give you a shout out. Well, Lydia, we have prepared a really nice outline for today's talk. And I love the outline because what you're going to do is really walk us through step-by-step some great tips and insights that you've really experienced, you know, firsthand as you've helped some of these big retailers grow. um, And now as you're helping smaller brands to grow their business on Shopify. And as we go through this outline, I think this will be good too, because we can talk about some of these pain points that you see most often with your clients. So before we get into today's talk, everybody, I'm going to go ahead and put the outline up for the main points that we're going to be working through uh, during our conversation with Lydia today. So we're talking about how to grow your food and beverage brand on Shopify. Lydia is going to help us understand how to showcase what sets you and your products apart. She's going to talk about how to link your Shopify store with Facebook and Instagram. I like that topic because 
linking stuff, especially different apps and social media things gives me anxiety. So Lydia, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on that. She's going to teach us how to encourage subscription orders, how to maybe set up automated email sequences. And this is our favorite topic, Lydia, how to use SMS messaging to really grow your brand and grow your presence. So Lydia, let's start off by talking about this idea of showcasing what sets you and your products apart. What would you like to share with our audience um, in terms of your experience with that little nugget? If you are in the food and beverage industry, you got into it because you are passionate about something right? You're passionate about your food. Maybe you're making your mom's toffee um, from her special recipe, or maybe you're passionate about great coffee, or maybe you're using spice recipes that have been in your family for generations, and you want to share it with people. The most important thing when you are creating um, an e-commerce brand and when you're using Shopify is to make sure to use that space to actually tell the story of your brand, how you got started, where your recipes come from, why you are passionate about the food that you are selling. Um, We buy into the story Mm -hmm. long before we actually make a purchase. And so your story is critical. Are you a mission-based business? Are Are you giving back in some way? What, is, what are the things that personally set you, your product, your brand apart? What are people going to experience when they literally put your food in their mouth? Ooh, I can tell you love the art of storytelling because as you're even walking us through the descriptions of some of the food items or the ideas, I'm getting excited. I'm also getting hungry. So I am already excited for lunch after our show. Um, This makes a lot of sense because, you know, one thing that we've said many times over and many guests from all industries have shared people, people buy and connect with people. They don't necessarily buy and connect with products or brands unless the brand falls into that, like, you know, story. Uh, So I think that that's a wonderful tip. Now, what kind of uh, tips can you give us about that storytelling and how to bring that story to our Shopify store? Yeah. So um, one of the things that a lot of people make the mistake in doing when they first set up their Shopify store is um, right at the top of the page, they launch straight into their product catalog. Um, And so they'll have that right up at the very top, but they don't tell anybody, you know, what is it that sets your spice blends apart. They don't have any type of call to action. They don't have, you know, photos of the team behind the story or behind the brand. Um, And so, you know, the other key to, and part of your storytelling is that it needs to be visual. We always say in the restaurant industry, you eat with your eyes long before you eat with your mouth. And that is true for your e-commerce brand. And so if I were going to invest in like one little thing when I was a brand new business owner in a food and beverage business, I would make it very good product photography and not just, you know, photos of your product on a white background, have some lifestyle type photos, people using it, people enjoying it, the ingredients that go into it. 
So when you're thinking about what sets your product apart, is it quality? Is it price? Is it uniqueness? Nobody else out there is even doing it. Is it the education that comes along with it? One of my clients that was a spice company, you know, she is from Africa and she was highlighting spices that I had never heard of. And I'm a food person. Part of her Shopify strategy was actually including recipes, including videos of her talking about the spices and including ideas and ways to use it outside of recipes. And so think about what that thing is that sets your brand apart, that sets your product apart and highlight that loud and proud right on your homepage. I think that's a great tip because when you right away, when you were mentioning that people launch into their product catalog right away at the beginning and don't take that time to share what sets them apart. I imagine, you know, visiting a page and let's just keep with the spice idea, right? And it goes right into the product catalog. And I've heard a lot about this brand that they're maybe high quality or whatever, or very potent, let's say spices. But if there's really no story, I don't know whether, whether those spices are grown in bulk with maybe pesticides in a foreign country, right? Um, or whether those spices are, you know, grown, you know, by hand organically in a small farm to table setting. So even though maybe you even heard about a brand or maybe based on a search, you know, a search that you've done, this brand is very highly either highly rated or maybe it's through a paid ad, a sponsored, it's highly up in the search results. You know, if you don't get a feel for who the brand is and who you're supporting or where, especially if it's food, where that product is coming from, you're doing a huge disservice to your customers, especially if you're that farm to table, especially if you grow your product organically, especially if you're made in the USA, for example. So that's a really important thing. I think a lot of businesses skip over right away. They want to be like, this is our offering, right? Instead of think about when you go to like a steak restaurant and they bring the meat around in advance and let you see it. Great to see it. But when they start the conversation saying all of our cuts are grown, you know, uh, with free range uh, animals that are fed only organic, this, that, and the other you start to already get excited about the healthy food you're eating versus the overly processed slab of beef that maybe wasn't grown the same way. So exactly. Excellent. And it makes such a difference. I have another client, um, Hugo coffee roasters. There's so many amazing um, craft coffee roasters in the United States, but Hugo coffee roasters actively gives back to um, animal rescue organizations. The founder is um, uh, the the former director of an animal rescue organization loves dogs and oh. wanted to find a way to give back and is doing that through her coffee company. Well, you better believe that we are talking about that right on the homepage of our Shopify uh, store where we're literally telling people what it is that she's doing and how many animals she's helped rescue and save. Yeah, I love that. You say that and my dog is actually laying on the floor right next to me snoozing. But I would be willing to pay more for a, a coffee that is, you know, A, roasted locally, but also knowing that maybe that dollar more per per carton, I don't know how you 
yeah. how you, uh, you know, measure out coffee. But if it, if it costs me a dollar or $2 more, but a dollar is going to help a charity. Absolutely. That's fantastic. You know, and it helps build passionate fans over the long term. Um, you know, the other thing that you can really do to help your products stand out on Shopify is to have things like reviews and testimonials. Um, and this is very important for food uh, because food, you're not, you're not typically going to return it. You know, if you're paying for it and getting it shipped to you and you don't like it, um, like there's a little bit of hesitation for a lot of people. And so if you're able to actually hear from other people, I tried this spice blend. I tried this toffee. It was the best that I've ever had. I tried these pastries. They were amazing. You know, that is something that uh, will help encourage your possible like curiosity viewers to make the decision and actually put it in their cart, get it shipped to their home and have the same experience. And so that's something else that's really important across e-commerce, but I feel like it's extra important in food and beverage. I couldn't agree more. And you're right. We don't normally open up a bag of mixed nuts and and say, eh, these aren't as good as I thought. I'm going to return them. Usually there's probably, there's actually probably some things in place so that you can't easily, or it just doesn't make sense to return opened food. It makes more sense to maybe explain. Refund. Yeah, get a refund, get a credit. Ugh, I actually just bought some cheese the other day. I was making scalloped potatoes. I needed a little baby block of Gruyere. And I picked it up and it was like pre-wrapped. It was like a small piece. And I, it didn't have a date on it, but it was shrink wrapped. So I actually said to the cheese, the cheese guy, cheesemonger. I don't. There's a name for cheesemonger. Cheesemonger is it? Yeah, cheesemonger. No. It right. is a cheesemonger. Oh my god, you would be the one to know, Lydia. I love it. Anyway, I said, hey, this is gonna be fine, right? There's no expiration date. He's like, oh, it's fine, you know. And I got it home, and it was literally super moldy, not sa not Ooh. salvageable. Um, but you know, frustrating. In that situation, yeah, I'm not bringing back moldy cheese to the store, but I'll bring my receipt next time and be like, hey, can I just get, get my money back? But that's an excellent point. And we do, especially when it comes to food. Food is such an experience. Buying a pair of socks, putting them on, going about your day, maybe not so much an experience unless maybe they're special fleece lined socks for like a cold winter morning, right? But uh, many people, especially... I know, I know that I, I do this, but we equate food to experiences, to sharing memories, uh, food and beverages. You know, a sip of something might take us back in time to, you know, a Saturday afternoon with our grandpa, having that root beer float on the front step, you know? So I think a lot of people, you know, the term foodie obviously was derived because a lot of people get a lot of joy from, from different food decisions and experiences in their lives. So it makes sense, especially with food and beverage, you want to tell a story. And anytime your fan base can help that story with testimonials, you certainly want to include those on your Shopify store, especially have them easy access, maybe right in, maybe right on your front page, right? On your homepage. Absolutely. You know, one of our other clients um, is a local nonprofit here in Salt Lake City called Flourish Bakery. And they work with um, people that have been uh, convicted, usually of a drug-related felony. They've come out of prison. They can't find a job. They can't find housing. Flourish Bakery gives them a paid internship and also life skills and teaches them how to bake. 
They make amazing pastries, but they do a beautiful job of connecting mission, vision, story of their of their students, of their learners, and also talking about not just what is go, you know, not just what they are doing, but the larger societal social problem with these people that have been abandoned and discarded on some level. And so think about the power of your brand to make a significant difference through that e-commerce platform. I like that mission, vision, story. And then since you talked about society, it's almost like community, mission, vision, story, community, how you can tie all of those together and make sure that message is very clear on your Shopify platform, on your store. Very cool. Well, let's talk about what I mentioned gives me anxiety. How hard or how easy is it to link your Shopify store with Facebook and Instagram? Linking things gives me anxiety. Tell me it's easy. I understand. I do. I understand that. And I promise you it is easy. Shopify is an official partner um, with Facebook and by extension Instagram. And online shopping through social media platforms has just exploded in the past couple of years because it's easier now than ever. You can literally shop without losing, leaving the platform. So in the past, social media platforms didn't really like it too much when you clicked a link and left their platform. It wasn't their favorite. They wanted to keep you there in their ecosystem. It's like geeky marketing speak, I know. But they wanted you, if you're on Facebook, Facebook wants you to stay on Facebook. Uh, And so with that, finally, Facebook realized, hey, we can partner up with these platforms, make sure that people leave, but still provide a really simple, streamlined, optimal shopping experience. How many of you recently in the past year have like seen something amazing on Instagram and you ended up buying it? I know I did. And it was a total impulse buy. It might have happened at two in the morning. Um, and it was something that, um, I saw something I was inspired and I wanted it right then. I wasn't going to remember it later. I wanted it now. And 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 there is, I just have to say with the 2am shopping, I do have to say there is something inside me that says, yes, if I get that order in at 2am before I go to sleep, it'll probably ship a day or two earlier than if I wait the next day because all these other people might order before me. I doubt that to be true, but you never know. But that's how I usually rationalize like a 2 a.m. order versus waiting till 10 a.m. the next day. Slight fear of missing out, right? Yeah, a little FOMO. I decided I want it. I wanted that. I'm going to get it and I want it now. (laughs) So, So really Shopify and Facebook have made that integration really, really simple through Facebook Business Manager. It's very easy and that's business.facebook.com. You make sure that your Facebook page is set up there. You make sure that your Instagram page is set up there and you can link your Shopify account with about three clicks. And Shopify walks you through it and Facebook walks you through it. And so it's very, very simple um, to do. And then you've got your store and your catalog stored within Facebook so that say you are talking about your really beautiful brand new, um, you know, cake that just, that you just launched. Um, And you're really excited for people to, to, you know, 
buy it. It ships beautifully. Um, you're so thrilled. But now when you post that stunning photo of it on Instagram, you can tag that exact cake in your store and people can buy it from there. Um, and so it makes it just seamless and easy. It allows you to tag products like you tag other accounts. And then those products are shoppable right there in Facebook or right there in Instagram. And I do think you're right. People get very sucked into the social media app they may be using. Sometimes there's a little bit of fret when it's like, click this link, and then it starts to redirect you off of the app just because of even our our built-in desire to be to be and to feel secure. So to be able to do things within the app of our choice is a huge benefit. We always preach, and I shouldn't say preach because it's not preaching, but we always share and remind people, you want to be where your customers are, and maybe your customers are on Facebook. Maybe they're on Instagram. Maybe they're only on Instagram. What's nice about Shopify is because you mentioned it's very easy to integrate. You said three clicks. You could do Facebook and or Instagram. It sounds like you can even choose. If maybe you yeah. don't want to be on both, you can choose the one that works for you. And then with literally three clicks, you are where your customers are. You're making it really, really simple. In marketing speak, we talk about lowering the barrier to entry or lowering the barrier to purchase. You are saying, hey, every single extra thing that you have to do to purchase, I'm going to take that out of the equation and make it that much easier for you. Because people drop off every time they have to do an extra click. It's, it's like data-driven. That's very, very um, scientific. And so anytime you ask people to do more, you're going to start losing a percentage of them every single time. So skip that. Make it easy. The less friction, the better. It's like very asking much. your kids to do chores. When you tell them they just need to put away the laundry and then they can go outside, they're like, okay, I can do that. You tell your kids they need to put away the laundry and take the dog for a walk before they can go play with their friend. Okay, I'll do that. You got to do that and that and do some dishes. Well, mom, never mind. I don't really want to go play with Tommy that bad, right? Exactly. So you want to make it as easy as possible. Less friction, the better. So let's talk about, and I think this is interesting, subscriptions. I'm very familiar with subscription boxes or subscription clothing, like brands like Stitch Fix, for instance. Uh, let's talk about the way to incorporate subscriptions and subscription, the subscription-based model into a food and beverage brand. How has so, that worked for your clients? Yeah, absolutely. So the best when when we talk in terms of marketing dollars, how much it costs to convert somebody for the very first time to make a decision to buy something one time, that price point is so much higher. Versus convincing somebody that already knows, likes, and enjoys your product to purchase a second time. That price point or barrier to entry is a lot lower. They already know you. They already know they like your product. So make it easy for somebody to become a repeat customer. Make it as simple as possible. And the way to do that is with those subscription orders. So for example, me, I am a coffee drinker. I drink a lot of coffee. My husband drinks a lot of coffee. Um, we like good quality coffee. And guess what? We're always on the verge of being out of coffee, it feels like. <laughs> it 
nobody likes that. Nobody wants that. Nobody around us ever wants to deal with Lydia not on coffee. And so with that, um, I can set it up so that I get fresh roasted coffee delivered to my door every month. There's an auto payment to my credit card and I don't have to run out or wonder when my next shipment is. So at the beginning of each and every month, um, my coffee company delivers me three bags of coffee. It's fresh roasted, it's sealed up, um, it's air protected, and that's enough to get me through the month. I'm a consistent repeat customer where I'm never going to forget and just run to my local grocery store and buy whatever coffee. I'm going to get my favorite brand. And so they've got my loyalty. They can count on my business. They can count on that revenue over time. And it's a great way to be able to do really accurate projections um, for what it is that you're going to have to have on hand. So if you're a food and beverage business, you're in the commodities business, right? Mm -hmm. You have to know and plan what you're going to be selling over the course of the next 30 days. So you can have the product or the raw materials, raw ingredients in to make those that product which means you really have to, like being able to say, I know that I have 72 subscribers. I'm guaranteed that revenue. And also I know what I need to order to cover that plus whatever my regular growth is, 20%. Um, and so it's a really smart way to juggle those two things and mesh them together and become more profitable over time because of them. One thing I'd like to add too to what you just shared is I think now more than ever, the subscription-based model can also be a benefit, especially to brands that are in the food and beverage industry, really any industry, but because there are so many issues now with the supply chain and yeah. because things can take so much longer, whether it's you know ingredients or your packaging, it's nice to know and to count on you know, at least this base number of orders, you know, you need to fill every month and, and have that be set in stone and have that subscription going because let's face it, let's use 72. Let's say, you know, you have 72 customers that tend to order every month, but you don't have a subscription program. Well, every month you're basically just waiting until people go in and click and everything is just always going to be a wait and see. But when you know people sign up for a subscription, and of course, to end it, they can do it at any time, but maybe they always have to give you 30 days notice to have those set orders that you know you have to fulfill gives you a better opportunity to almost have that crystal ball, look into the future, know for sure what you're going to need to fulfill, and then base your ordering and your manufacturing and your packaging and stuff all on, you know, that plus your, I think you said like 20% or yeah. what have you to grow. Absolutely. The other thing that you can do with subscriptions um, is you can make it feel like something special and exclusive. Uh, so one of my clients is a, um, a high-end toffee company. She does beautiful toffee that has really unusual flavors. And part of that is she has a subscription where you get a monthly delivery and several times a year, you know, there, it, it's themed out and there's a different toffee every month, but two or three times a year, there is an exclusive toffee that you cannot get any other way other than being a subscriber. 
And so it feels special. It feels exclusive. You kind of can't wait for it to arrive on your doorstep. It feels really special. And so think about subscriptions as a way to, again, deepen your connection with your customers as well and have them be excited about something that's new or something that is just for them. I love that. And if you are a toffee lover and you're getting those little samples of new and exciting flavors, there's a good chance that you're going to buy more or buy, you know, new flavors. And it can go that way with wine or coffee or, you know, really any, any sort of food item. If you're an avid fan of a certain brand or a certain item, uh, for a company, there's really low risk, especially if you're already shipping something to that customer to tuck a little something extra in that package. And you're right. It feels so special. I mean, people love getting snail mail nowadays. People love getting packages. I mean, even though we're so accustomed to super fast, you know, e-commerce through some of these big box stores, we also know some of those packages get thrown in the snow. Sometimes they get delivered to the person next door. Um, sometimes they're not exactly packaged with care. There's a lot of haste, I think, when we shop from some of these big box um, mass, you know, e-commerce retailers. So I do think, you know, as part of your story and your brand, if you have a small company, small mid-sized company, something with, you know, obviously you're passionate about it, you're going to take the time in the packaging to, to, to also continue to tell your story and to make your customer feel special. And that experience is likely going to be so different than maybe just purchasing something through like a bulk, a bulk opportunity online. Make you feel more special. Yeah. It, and, and making your customers feel special is an art form. Um, you know, one of the things that one of my um, customers, one of my clients has done is uh, it's a, a flower company. And they only deliver locally here in Salt Lake City. But she has a flower of the month subscription service that we helped her set up recently. And one of the things that we brainstormed together was having a local artist produce a little postcard that goes along with that subscription that gets hand delivered to people that subscribe and um, they get this beautiful little piece of commissioned artwork um, with that flower arrangement that they can put on their fridge, you know, with a magnet or they can frame. Um, it's something that feels unique and they can't get it any other way. Um, it's only available to those subscribers. And we built that into that subscription as a way to make something that has a, you know, a higher price point and the flowers are only going to last so long, but it's going to feel special past the time when you, you know, the flowers die down and go away. You still have something that made you feel unique. That sounds very wonderful. And actually all of these things you're talking about, I mean, I'm not even a, a subscriber of any of these products, but I'm imagining how it would feel to receive any of these really curated packages, especially if you are excited about, again, toffee or coffee or flowers. These are just the small things. It's, it's that whole thing, like small things go a long way and it's the thought that counts. It's, it's all the almost like basic hum, human principles we're taught, you know, at a very young age. And I mean, I don't know anybody who doesn't get excited at the thought of a, a pretty wrapped present during the holidays, right? Or a special gift sent in the mail. So I do agree with you that right now is the, 
the best time really to take advantage of a platform like Shopify because it makes things so easy that if you delegate your, your team, right, it allows you to focus on the things that you do best and allows you as a company to really continue to tell your brand and to put special touches on your packages to make your customer feel so special. It's all about the customer experience. Yes. Well, speaking of customer experience, let's talk about two things. I mean, kind of lump these in together. Let's talk about using, you know, the automated email option that uh, many people are using now to promote their brand. Uh, many people are looking for your email in order to give you an offer to use to shop. Let's talk about that. And then we'll dive right into SMS messaging because I feel like email was a big win for a lot of companies, you know, starting a few years back and working up till now. But I really think SMS has taken over and has so many gains. And I think SMS is going to prove really the winner from now moving into the future. So yeah. let's start with the email marketing and we can transition into the benefits of SMS messaging. So with email marketing, um, there's a few different types of email marketing. You know, there's a great email newsletter. It's telling people what's new. It's highlighting product. It's maybe featuring a blog post, all those different things. Um, and, and that's kind of before the customer clicks buy. But I really want to talk about the automated things that happen after a customer has like put something in their cart. How many of you, for example, have put something in your cart and then uh, something happens and squirrel, you're like, for you forget <laughs> about it, right? Even though you wanted it, you forgot. This happened to me recently with a dress that I was really excited to get. Well, I got an email and a text message about an hour and a half later that was like, hey, did you forget that dress? And I was like, oh, yes, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> I, I really want that dress. Um, and I was able to buy it. I got the very last one. It is mine. Um, but that little tiny, like, reminder, rather than being annoying, was like, thank you so much for valuing me and my business and my money enough to say, hey, you said you wanted this. I'm just double checking. Do you? And you can set that up to happen automatically through Shopify. Um, you know, something else that people don't think about with customer experience very often when they're starting out in e-commerce is when I have decided to click, you know, point, click, buy, I've entered in my credit card information, I'm excited to get my stuff. And then if I don't get a confirmation email almost instantly, I'm like, what went wrong? Did I do yeah. something did I have to say I'm I'm on the page with I freak out if I don't get an email. I'll even like refresh my email like wait a minute, I just gave them my credit card. I just committed. It better be on, in the mail soon. Like what is going on? Yeah. Is that, you know, it's almost like committing to a date. Like you don't want somebody to ghost you afterwards after you're like, "Okay, let's go out." Right. Same principle. You've said, "Let's go out. Here's my money. Uh, I want your product." And then if you don't hear from them instantly, then that's a real problem. So they should be getting an instant confirmation. They should get information about shipping, like when they should expect that order to come through. They should get a confirmation that it has shipped. Um, they should get information about like, hey, 
your, your product is due today or it just got delivered, all of that is really important. And you can set that up to happen in email. You can also set that up in text message form because a lot of people now they're like, I, I open my email once or twice a week from my personal email because I spend so much time in my inbox for work. But if I, you send me a text message, I'm like magical. <laughs> I know <laughs> that my package is coming. I know uh, to watch out for it. I know that I want to be there to like pick it up off my doorstep right when it arrives, all those different things. Um, and so automating that conversation. The other thing I like to automate is a request for review. Hmm. 48 hours or two weeks after, you know, depending on the life cycle of your product, just popping in there and saying, hey, what did you think? I wish SMS messages had actual audio because yours is so cute. You're like, <laughs> hey, did hey. you want that dress? Hey, what did yeah. you think? Uh, that's so cute. I probably will in the future. If, I think it, I mean, it'll yeah, be like, hey. Absolutely will. Um, and so being able to actually say to them, like, what did you think? If you loved it, we'd love a review. Can you click here on the website, leave a review? Remember, we talked about how testimonials are super important or reviews are super important early on. Um, ask for them. If you don't ask for them, you won't get them. And then the other thing you can say is, hey, we really care if your experience wasn't up to par, please tell us we're going to make it right. So it also heads off any negative customer interactions at the pass. You know, if somebody didn't love the product or it arrived and, um, you know, the glass was broken and it was, the product was shattered all over the box, you're able to give them the opportunity to tell you, hey, this wasn't wrapped very well and it shattered. And you can fix that before they go on and leave you a one-star review and say your product's terrible. So think about that as like a double-headed, like win-win. Great customer service, great way to get those testimonials to build up your authority and the trust with your customers. Let me ask you a question about SMS messaging, because as I mentioned at the start of the show, Engage will be launching our SMS messaging for Shopify app very, very soon. Do you start the SMS discussion with your clients very early on now in, mm -hmm. in the Shopify process when they're, even if they're brand new onto Shopify, uh, because the success of SMS messaging is so high and the open rate is so high and, and you are seeing it as such a benefit to building sales and scaling and helping tell your story. You're already like, yeah, yeah, yeah you it's at SMS is critical now for any Shopify store. And we tell that and we try to bake it in very early on. Like if we're building a Shopify page for a client or we're taking over the management of their Shopify page, one of the things that we will do is literally say, you need an SMS platform. It needs to integrate um, it needs to feel natural and you need to get uh, you need to get customers opting in to your text message platform as soon as possible. We literally saw one of our clients um, more than double her sales month over month when we started doing SMS. This is a small company. That was a big, big deal. It kept her in business early on in the pandemic when she was about to shutter her store. 
Wow. Adding in SMS and being able to say things like, oh, hey, it is, um, you know, it is International Toffee Day. We're kicking you a little like, hey, a little extra 10% discount code today. Um, and Shopify is great with managing those discount codes and things like that. It's the easiest platform by far. Uh, if you shop now, this is a flash sale. It's exclusive. We were able to pick and choose the best times to drive a bunch of fresh new traffic um, to the website when we needed it the most. Our number one sales day for one of my coffee companies, of all things, was 4th of July. Nobody mm. thinks of coffee when it comes to 4th of July, but everybody was around that day. They saw that text mes message and we got an extra, I think it was three to $4,000 in sales in one day that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise by doing a flash sale. And we only advertised that via text message. It was huge. Fantastic. Well, I am so excited for everyone who's tuning in today. Again, live on LinkedIn Live, Facebook, and YouTube. Everyone tuning in live and everybody listening to the Engage podcast replay because it is very apparent that you know your stuff, Lydia. And this is why your event and marketing company has been so successful. Why the clients that you help, especially in the food and beverage world, um, trust you so much. You certainly have, I like this, you've kind of You've been there and you've done and seen a lot of this with your experience with the, you know, larger companies like Whole Foods. But then even as a consumer yourself, you have firsthand experience really as like, for instance, a coffee lover who's on a subscription, you know what works, you know, and, and what and how those things make you feel as a consumer. So what's so nice is you're able to then turn around and help your clients, food and beverage companies to... You're able to help them understand from your perspective, both from a personal and a professional level, what will work best for them. Sounds like Shopify is the winner. It sounds like you definitely, no doubt about it, need to incorporate SMS messaging. But I also love some of the tips you shared, like starting off by telling your story at the top of your page and not just jumping into, hi, we have these great spices. Do you want some turmeric? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, especially if you are giving back to the community or your story, you know, comes from like a very special private, you know, family-based place, or you're doing something, you know, really wonderful with your, um, with your charity dollars, et cetera. Excellent tips. Wonderful insights. Lydia, you have been such a pleasure to have on the show. Is there just something you'd like to share with the audience as, kind of an ending place for our talk today before we get into our news of the week. Yeah, you know, for me, if you are going into, you know, if you own a food and beverage e-commerce brand, I know you are doing it because you are so passionate and let that passion and let that story shine through everything that you are doing. That is the thing that will sell your product. All the rest of this, they're tactics to help you get there, to get in front of people. But they will click by based on you and your story and your passion and how well you tell it. 
Wonderful. Well, Lydia, such words of wisdom. Before I let you go, every single show, I share our Engage News of the Week. So before I let you go, I'd like to share that with our audience and have you weigh in and share your thoughts on our Engage News of the Week. And then for those of you watching live, I'm going to be sharing how to connect with Lydia after today's show. And for those of you listening on the podcast, we'll share that information as well. I'm super excited if you're listening, if, if maybe someone shared this link with you because you have a food and beverage brand, I actually think reaching out to Lydia might be the best thing you can do if you're looking to grow your brand and really learn from one of the best in the industry. So Lydia, you rock. Let's dive into our Engage News of the Week. So every single show, if you're just joining us for the first time, I'll share with you. Every single show, we share something at the end of our talk called the Engage News of the Week. And it always has to do with digital marketing, but because our series this year focuses on Shopify specifically and e-commerce, our news of the week will totally also fit into that e-commerce and uh, Shopify category as well. So this week's news of the week has to do with TikTok. So as TikTok continues to grow and become a key culture driver in many regions, many advertisers are logically considering how they can tap into the platform in order to boost their performance. But marketing on TikTok is different from other platforms, more specifically in that TikTok users respond better to native style content. Argue, argue, I can never say this word. I couldn't say it last episode either. Argue, arguably, arguably more than other platforms. The full screen short form nature of TikTok clips means that interruptive approaches are less successful. So you need to align with the norms and the trends of the for you feed for maximum branding impact. So how do you do that? TikTok recently partnered with IPSOS, Ipsos to conduct hundreds of brand lift studies to glean some more insight into the branded content elements that are driving the best response. I'm going to share a link, but you can go to socialmediatoday.com. And again, that's socialmediatoday.com to find out more about what they determined from this study. But a couple of the tips that they shared in the article was Things like using characters in your clips, creating almost like a spokesperson for the brand, but having that person be a character and having them pop up in their clips is a great way to drive engagement. And also consider using something like a custom song or a custom sound effect. Things like that can also help drive your engagement. Here's a link to the article for those of you listening on the podcast. I know you can't see the link and it's very long. So I just want to encourage you to go to socialmediatoday.com, check out the news section. And the topic is TikTok shares new tips on how to maximize branded content on the platform. Lydia, what has been your experience with TikTok? Is this a platform that you find has been successful for some of your food and beverage clients? Or is this new territory for the food and beverage industry? I think that there are a lot of people in the food and beverage industry that are still figuring out how to use this. But let me tell you right now, food and beverage TikTok is phenomenal for those that have a Shopify store that have the ability to ship anywhere in the United States or beyond. Um, TikTok has a great broad national and international reach. Things can go viral very quickly. And so if you want to drive people to an e-commerce store versus a local brick and mortar, it is a phenomenal tactic. Um, and my one tip would be get on an email list that keeps you appraised 
of TikTok trends and be prepared to jump on those very, very quickly. That's what we're experimenting with right now in our agency. Excellent insights. And I'd have to agree. I mean, TikTok definitely drives the here now. Don't miss out the FOMO. And it is a great way to send your prospect customers directly to your website or into your TikTok channel, which can probably, can TikTok be linked with Shopify as well? Or is this a yeah, new territory? Put any type of, if you've got a business profile, you can put any type of link in your um, profile up at the Fantastic. top. Fantastic. Yeah. So another great way to link your Shopify store and your Shopify storefront with a social app, again, to be where your customers are. And that is our Engage News of the Week. Lydia, I'd love to share with our audience how they can connect with you. You've been such a wealth of knowledge. If, As I mentioned earlier, if you're just joining us and you missed today's show, don't worry. We're going to have the replay in our live show library. I'll show you how you can access that in just a moment. But if you have a food and beverage brand, you're looking to be on Shopify, maybe you're in a rut, you're not sure what to do next, maybe you're working with a very small staff, you don't have a technical staff, somebody like Lydia from L Marketing can help you get to the next level, know what to do next, understand and teach you how to delegate, and most importantly, teach you how to be most effective, I think, with the resources you have. So you can connect with Lydia. Her name is Lydia Martinez on LinkedIn. And you can find her simply by obviously doing a search, or you can type in the linkedin.com forward slash I-N forward slash L-Y-D-I-A-M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z forward slash. Love it. You've got your own name and your URL. You are very lucky. <laughs> I was a very early adopter for LinkedIn. I wish I was an early adopter for all the platforms and I was not, especially on Instagram. So what's funny is I'll share mine actually now too. If you guys would like to connect with me, you can connect with me on LinkedIn as well. I was able to get the Marissa Morgan, but not the official Marissa Morgan. So you can find me on LinkedIn, connect with me, the Marissa Morgan, or you can email me at marissa.m at engage.com. And I'd also like to share Lydia marketing agency website. It's going to be www.lemarketingandevents.com. That's lmarketingevents.com. Now, L means she in French. It does. I speak French, actually. Um, Do you as well? Is this a, any sort I of under, take? I understand it quite well, but actually this was my way of naming my agency after myself without naming it after myself. So um, big secret, my nobody in my family calls me Lydia. They all call me L, but nobody oh. else. So. Um, oh, L. So like the letter L, but spelled out L. I love that. I love that. Another clever marketing uh, opportunity that you took advantage of. Tell our audience what they can find there. And is there anything you'd like to direct them to specifically on your marketing agency website? Absolutely. So we're a full service um, boutique marketing agency. We really run the gambit from strategy to content creation. And you can find out all about what we do there. We've got an extensive learning library on our blog. But if you want to reach out, there is a great contact form on there um, at the bottom of every page and also under the contact us button. There's all of our information there, including phone number and email address where you can also reach out. Awesome. Well, Lydia, I want to thank you again so much for joining us, sharing all your wonderful insights. You got me hungry. I usually eat lunch uh, after the show. I actually ate before. So it's a good thing because I'm, I'm hungry already. Just talking about all these awesome foods like toffee and coffee. 
great tips and insights. We're talking about SMS messaging. We're talking about email automation. We're talking about subscription-based opportunities for your food and brand company. Again, if you're just joining us and you missed my talk with Lydia, rest assured you'll be able to find that on our live show library. Before I let Lydia go, I will share with you how you can find that. Our live show library is very easy to find. You're going to go to engage.com. Then you're going to do a forward slash live dash show dash library. That's how you'll be able to find the video version of today's show. If you want to go check it out in a few days and watch it. Or if you prefer to listen on a podcast while you're baking or while you're doing errands around the house, you can check out our podcast library. That will be engage.com forward slash podcast dash library. So rest assured, if you're just joining us, and I do see the numbers creeping up on LinkedIn now, if you're just joining us, don't worry. There's a place you can go to see today's show on replay. Lydia, on behalf of myself and the whole team at Engage, I want to thank you again so much for joining us. And I hope you have a great rest of this year. Wishing you lots of success for your agency. Thank you so much, Marissa. It was delightful to talk with you. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. What an awesome guest, you guys. I am so excited about all the information, insights, and experience that Lydia just shared with us. I feel I feel like I just got this secret private crash course in how to bring my food and beverage brand to the forefront of the e-commerce world. Don't you feel that way? I see so many of you watching on LinkedIn, so I just want to take a minute to thank you so much for joining us today. It's because of you that our biweekly show has become such a hit and so successful. If you're just joining us and you missed the show, or maybe you're someone who has a Shopify store and you'd like to come on the show and talk about your experience on Shopify, maybe you have a marketing agency that helps other clients with Shopify, we'd love to hear from you. As I mentioned, you can reach out to me via email, marissa.m at engage.com, or you can connect with me on LinkedIn and drop me a message there, the Marissa Morgan. You can also reach out via our company page. We are also on LinkedIn and you can find our page. Look for the rainbow colored cog wheel and you spell engage, N-G-A-G-G-E. That is all for today's show, everybody. I want to thank you so much for joining us. I want to remind you to keep on the lookout for our new SMS messaging for Shopify app coming very, very soon. We are literally in the final stages of bringing that to you. And I also want to remind you to join me for our next show, which will be Thursday, this coming Thursday, March 24th at 12 p.m. Eastern. Our guest is a artisan jewelry company owner, Fred Magnanimy. And he, I got to learn how to say his name a little bit better, Fred Magnanimy. And he'll be joining us. He owns the Shopify store, Luca and Danny. We'll learn more about the story of his brand, but we'll learn how he increased traffic revenue, and learned how to manage an overwhelming number of SKUs. So if those are pain points that uh, you are facing in your industry and your e-commerce brand, join me Thursday, March 24th at 12 p.m. Eastern and learn how he overcame those same pain points. A couple comments in the comment section. You are so welcome. Uh, many of you are just joining us and saying thank you so much to myself and to Lydia for a wonderful show. And you are, of course, are so, so welcome. On behalf of myself and the entire team at Engage, I want to welcome you. No, I want to welcome you. I want to thank you for joining us and wish you all a fabulous day. Take care, everybody. See you next time.